If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. You've heard them on this podcast, now see them live. Our pals and local metal band Book of Ghosts are performing on Saturday, April 29th at the Bulldog Event Center. Also on the bill are Votov and Evil Peace, Doors at 8, Bands at 9, $10 tickets to this all-ages show. Again, that's Book of Ghosts on Saturday, April 29th at the Bulldog Event Center, 1364 Main Street. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, one of the things that I, I, I keep keeps happening, I think, is over the over the years of doing the show because I've been doing it for so long. Is there's a lot of recycling of guests, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but there's you know. I- in the time that I, since I started the show, which has been about a decade now, there's a lot of people who kind of cycle through a lot of different bands. And it's kind of cool because you get to sort of hear progressions of projects and also just progressions of people's different work in, in different bands. And so often I find that I'm getting recurring guests, you know, maybe two, three, five years after they were initially on the show, and then maybe twice or three or four times with different bands. And I think that that's kind of the case here, um, which is cool, though. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's always nice to sort of hear how people's... Um, work develops uh, with different people and over different projects and I think that the best way to start this off is if the two of you want to introduce yourselves and the band and maybe just give a bit of background about what it is you do as musicians. For sure. Uh, So I'm Alex, play in Hallfield Community Home uh, and play guitar and I think, yeah, like you mentioned, we've been on a couple times with other projects. I think the last time was an in-person one before... uh, before the world blew up, there. it was so one of the last. I think it might have been one of the last in-person ones I did. Yeah, and suddenly yeah, like it just Starbucks or something. Yeah, yeah, we were at a bookstore, I think, and it, then, then <laughs> yeah, 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 this is the way of the future. But yeah, so you you've been on a, a handful of times um, talking about different bands, uh, Elder Abuse and Nice Cops, and uh, that may have been it. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, might have been it. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, yeah, yeah. And my name is Sebastian. I play drums with Hallfield, and yeah, last time would have been uh, would have been with Nice Cops. So <laughs> this is kind of one of the things that, that, that I was saying it keeps happening. I mean, the music scene is so incestuous and everyone plays in each other's bands and, and, and it kind of um, you cycle through, right? Especially within certain scenes, it seems like there's a lot of the same people kind of turning up in each other's bands and each band, the sound is slightly tweaked and, and it changes a little bit as, you know, the, the lineups kind of morph. But I think that in both of your cases, people are familiar with your other projects. What is what makes this different? I mean, sonically, what makes this a different a different type of band than the ones people might be more familiar with you as being members of? So I think like the reason why I guess maybe our group is so incestuous or whatever you wanted to call it. I just like that word; it works well with music. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think uh, you know more than anything, like Sabby and I just 
vibed uh, as musicians, you know. Um, I play guitar, he plays drums, so it kind of works out that way. And then um, I think maybe a lot of musicians kind of went through this, but when, you know, the lockdown, shutdown, whatever you want to call it happens, we were kind of forced to get creative in different ways. And so Sabby and I continue to, to jam together. We're here in our practice space right now, and we would try to meet here, whatever, once a week as or as much as we could during that time. And and so it just kind of developed into him and I experimenting, trying to write new stuff. Um, and I think it's always going to have sound, you know, whatever, punkish, punk rockish. I mean, I play guitar. It's kind of going to happen. Um, but I, I like to think that we're trying to really drive in some pop influences and trying to have... Um, while we were writing the songs with guitar, try to bring in other things like keys, synths, just trying to, or getting getting creative and bringing in other minds as well. Was that pop stuff always there, kind of in the background uh, of the other bands you were in? Because I mean, I, I feel like some of your other projects certainly have pop elements, but maybe not as as much to the forefront or, or not as not as strong. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I, I guess, like pop punk would be like a word to describe like some of my other projects, older projects. And so, yeah, the pop has always been there. Um, but maybe, you know, in younger years, shying away from that as much or not wanting, you know, trying to seem more aggressive or writing stuff that's more aggressive, not, not intentionally or unintentionally. Uh, but now just like, yeah, really trying to make our own version of, of what we think is like sugary and sweet and, but just still, uh, you know, writing what we like to write. What? Well, I don't, I don't want to dwell on the pandemic because I'm sick of talking about it. I'm sure you were yeah, sick of talking about yeah. it. But just one thing I wanted to ask about that is, do you think that that kind of experience everyone went through where, you know, the world was shut down for, for however long it was shut down, do you think that's kind of um, enabled people to feel more confident about maybe doing styles of music or experimenting with different kinds of art or different kinds of projects that maybe aren't what people expect? I mean, like, do you feel like you had the freedom to, to work on popular stuff and maybe explore some of those other elements because you weren't playing shows with other bands and because that whole universe that you were a regular part of was kind of on pause. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that's, that's it right there. I mean, we were so accustomed to, to writing a certain way. And I, you know, I credit savvy to just kind of like, I would, I would always come with, with, um, whatever riffs or skeletons of songs or whatever to practice. And, you know, he really challenged me to be like, well, do we still want to do it like this or do we want to try something else? And so it was just constant reworking of songs or just trying things, throwing shit at the wall, right? And just seeing what sticks and, and what's cool and what we think is cool and interesting. And uh, yeah, just going from there. I don't know if you want to add anything. But... Yeah, I think just the nature of the pandemic, we had to slow down and, and sit on songs for longer than maybe we typically would have in the past. Sure. And um. Yeah, that kind of gave us the opportunity to to play around with structure and orchestration and instrumentation. Um, and yeah, I think we just kind of made a conscious effort to to go past our comfort zone. And and I think a lot of it is just when you've been doing music for for a decent chunk of your life, and you're getting a bit older, you're feeling com- more comfortable to to uh push yourself and and try new things had you always intended for this project to have a name of like an old folks home <laughs> that's, every time i see it i'm just thinking this is like some kind of seniors residence you know i think yeah that, that's the idea so it's uh 
first of all, band names are like insanely impossible nowadays. Sure. Like you just in your own head or whatever, or it's already taken. The moment you find a good one, it's already taken. So just uh, yeah, the Hallfield Community Home. It's essentially uh, the idea is you know it's, it's Sabby and myself um, here, but we as we're writing songs, it's not just the two of us. We're constantly writing with with other people, whether it's one or two different people on songs, like. We've written in this new project, we're probably getting close to, you know, 10, 12 songs now. And we've probably written and produced with a dozen people already. Mm -hmm. And so just trying to incorporate people to come live in our crazy little home for a little bit, uh, you know, doesn't have to be a long time, but it's always a good time kind of deal, you know, so <laughs> that's that's the idea. Well, yeah, it's 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 memorable anyway, right? <laughs> I mean, it yeah, definitely seems right out of place on a punk bill. Maybe it's like, well, why? Why are there some seniors <laughs> playing? But well, you know, I got to keep the elder abuse theme too. Right? Of, of course, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
you know, this this being sort of a pandemic project, and now we're hopefully, uh, you know, uh, uh, done with that for, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Uh, shows are happening again. You know, people are things are kind of getting back to normal, whatever normal it means. But what is it like now that now that kind of um, you know, you're not stuck. Not that you were stuck doing this together only, but now that things have opened up and, and kind of you know you you can do shows and and shows are happening and things like that. How has that changed sort of the way that you see this project? Has it as it is it daunting to sort of take this from just something you've been working on for all these months uh, or years even and suddenly now you have to kind of put it out in front of people and and and, and show it to someone other than yourselves yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean like that's kind of a part of this i mean it's not um you know I, I always class or put put being in a band or in a music project into three categories there's writing and record there's writing and jamming there's the recording process and then there's the playing live gigs and and yeah, for the longest time, we haven't done any, any live gigs and um, yeah, getting that itch again and trying to do it. So it's a matter of trying to put a band together and, and uh, jam with some guys. So we do have a show coming up uh, May 12th and we'll have a band together for that. And it's been fun working with, with other guys, seeing what they bring. But yeah, it's nerve wracking to answer your question. Like it's, uh, you, you know, it's, it's been a while since we, we get, got on stage together and played and especially stuff we wrote you know, um, and to play it for the first time and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is this the first show coming up on May 12th? As a, as a full band. Yeah. We've played, I've played a couple solo gigs, Okay, uh, but as a full band, this will be, this will be our first one. Yeah. So is the idea then with this to, to, to make that the, the band itself, or is it still just going to be the two of you as sort of the main drivers behind this and then whoever you can get for, for different shows or different, uh, events. So the idea is, uh, who, we're we got some new songs coming out with a group we recorded them with this group of guys our friends nick nick and sean um and so the idea is we're gonna go play play this gig with them and play these songs and then as we write and record new stuff with different people the next show you might see us with a new group and then play different songs and then maybe you might see us in the fall and we'll play back again with that old group and play another group of songs so it's just going to be a continuous uh cyclage of members can these songs work with just the two of you? Like if you had to play a show tomorrow and it was just as a duo, can, can, can you pull them off? I mean, you've been working on them and writing them in this kind of two person formation. Short answer. Like, yes, I'm sure we definitely could. Um, but I think the songs uh, would go much better. Just like with more, more people for sure. But yeah, I'm sure we could whip something up at a little coffee shop or savvy we could get on one of those little drum things <laughs> and yeah, play a lot of backing tracks maybe to... <laughs> well I, I guess the, yeah. part of the reason i ask that too is is like i mean when, when you're recording these songs like you said you're working with your friends who, who play the other instruments and, and sort of fill in those uh those gaps but how much of it when you're recording these uh you know when it was just the two of you putting these songs together how much of that was was overdubbed i mean was it a lot of it uh were you recording demos and things that involved a lot of uh both of you playing multiple instruments and things like that, or was it really stripped down when you were working on the songs and putting together? Uh, no, exactly that. It was demos and putting together eight guitar tracks on one demo just to see what sounds good. And, you know, I'm sure you've heard this before, but I would record a demo, send it to Savvy. He would add something, play drums, send it back to me. I would put play something on it and we would just kind of mold it. And it would, as we passed it back and forth, it would shape into something. And then if we needed, you know, if it was missing something or if we thought it was missing something, there were plenty of people that we called and asked if they wanted to come. So off the top of my head, um, our friend DJ uh, Sangalang came and played some bass and did some vocals. 
Um, our, our friend Shane Barron played some keys on it. Um, Rory did did some slide guitars on one song. So yeah, there, there's um, yeah a mix of stuff all over the place on this stuff. How much did the uh, composition of the songs change once you once you added those other people on there and, and sort of saw what they brought to it? Did that create any fundamental changes in the way the songs were structured or or the way you kind of decided to play them? Yeah, I think like this is probably the most prepared we've been um, in terms of recording songs and that so much time was spent hashing them out um, just back and forth between us. But, uh, but yeah, anytime you bring other people in the, the possibilities open up quite a bit. And I think we're again at the, at the point where maybe the egos aren't as big anymore and you're, you're more open to, to suggestions and and shifting ideas and i think that lended itself to making better songs at the end of the day yeah it really honestly it like really boils down to just like playing music with a group of people is sweet and like doing it is like the most fun and so like trying to get that in any capacity we can get and include other people um is is the way we want to do it i mean like yeah, it's well yeah it's just like the fun thing to do i guess Makes yeah total sense yeah 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 does this part of that kind of uh comfort level with 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 letting letting other people's influence your songs and letting them kind of change as they grow is that part of that come with just kind of uh experience and age and and just have, having done this for so long and and sort of like you said about the egos, right? I mean, like it's, you can kind of, um, you're in a place, I guess now where maybe you can let that stuff slide and say like, wait, I am interested in hearing what, what happens when this gets added or when this person injects sort of their own views. Yeah. hundred percent. Like I think 10 years ago, writing whatever, my first punk songs, if somebody interjected and, and said, I think we should try to do this in the bridge. I think I would get so, you know, I'd be so sensitive about it. Be like, Oh my God, they hate my song. Like, uh, um, and now it's just like, it's so welcomed. You know, if I knew how to write a hit song, I would have done it already. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. the fact that other people have ideas and care enough to actually interject and want to add things and, and say, Hey, I think it'd be cool if we tried this is so welcome. Like, it's just like to have other people that care and want to want to add to it is, uh, is cool.
what's the eventual plan with this? I mean, you, you've been recording, you have show coming up. Uh, I'm assuming there's there's a release planned for the uh, relatively near yep. future? Yep. Yep. So uh, the plan, we just want to continuously put out songs, put out music and write, write and record. Like, I think that's where our passion is and what we like doing as musicians is writing and recording um, new music. And then every once in a while, we're definitely going to get the itch to play shows um, to go do that. So um we've got a gig, couple gigs booked in winnipeg we've got one um out in toronto in the summer that, that we booked so we're just going to try to play around use our connections that we've made in the past and just try to go have fun and do cool things and you know we're not going to get in a van and tour for three weeks anytime soon um but to do fun shows record music meet new people um fly around do do odd fly out shows or or weekend weekend warrior type stuff definitely into doing that um and as far as the release goes yeah just expect i would just expect to see something from us every couple months for sure like we're going to continuously put up music well that's sort of what you've been doing already right is just you're just releasing one song at a time um sort of over the last little bit yeah yeah kind of uh remove some of the pressure i find like with with the fact that we're just bringing new people in um makes it a bit less daunting to bring someone in with the idea to record a full length album. If we yeah. can, if we can set a goal to, to record a couple songs, write and record a few songs. Um, yeah. It eases some of that pressure. And I think it's, yeah, it just prevents, prevents the hangups and yeah. Allows us to keep, keep doing our thing without, uh, Without too many delays, when you can dictate, yeah. you can dictate the pace then too, right? I mean, you know, there's, there's not like sort of a hard deadline where this needs to be finished. You can just, oh, here's a song, here's another song, here's a song next week, here's a song next month, whatever you want to do, right? Hundred percent. So, what's the best way at this point for people to hear this stuff? I mean, I I know we're in this horrible dystopian future where no one listens to music the same way anymore. There's there's like six hundred thousand ways you can you can find music. There there's Bandcamp. There's the streaming services. There's people releasing stuff in like twelve different formats physically. What's the best way if someone's hearing about you for the first time on this show to find your music at this point um, in our horrible future? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So obviously, like you know, like Bandcamp, Spotify. Apple, it's all on there. But I really think like for, for what this project is, like if you want to experience, you know, this project or, or whatever, however you, I want to say that, um, come see us live because it's going to be different every time. And we're going to play, you know, the same songs that we put out. But with one group, it's going to sound different. And then with another one, it's going to sound different. And that's fully intentional. Um, and so each, you know, each time you come see the band, you might get a different experience. Um, yeah, we want to keep that element as well.
Well, and kind of tied into that, I mean, um, the good thing about this being a podcast is someone could hear it the day it comes out, or they could hear it a year from now, and by then, you know, who knows what you have released, uh, who knows where you're playing shows, what's the best way to kind of keep up on what you're doing as far as upcoming shows and upcoming releases and all that stuff? Yeah, follow us on Instagram, that's that's probably the, the main one that we use, so Hallfield Community Home on Instagram, um, so we'll be posting all of our shows, uh, things there, and then yeah, just keep, and follow us on Spotify, we'll keep putting the stuff out there, for sure. Is this some, um, I mean, this may be not something you can answer now, but just, just because it's the two of you and because you've kind of been, you know, slowly working at this over the last little while, is this one of those projects you foresee being able to last, you know, regardless of whether you're playing shows? Like, will the two of you, do you think, still be making music? I know it's hard to predict, but years down the line, as as a, as a duo, regardless of whether you're playing shows or, or other bands you might be in, like, does that seem like this kind of partnership? I hope so. <laughs> I mean, like, I like them. <laughs> um yeah like i i truly think like we vibe pretty well um we we both want to get the same thing out of this um just to do something creatively to have an outlet um but like yeah spend our time well have a good time we like similar things it's fun yeah um i I think we're going to continue to to make music in 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 this capacity uh for the next little while for sure do you, do you both agree with that one? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It takes uh, it takes the pressure out of 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 being in a full band too, and you can, yeah, kind of. It's almost set up these micro bands that can that can exist for six months or, you know, for a specific timeline, and then when life gets in the way or people move on to other projects that can happen without uh you know feeling like we need to make a huge announcement that the band is breaking up or anything like that i think it's just yeah allows for uh just a more natural band experience uh in your 30s well certainly i think you picked the right time to do this too with the way the world is post-pandemic with with you know people are trying new things like we talked about before and you can release stuff on the internet now. I mean, you have been able to for a few years now, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's possible to do something at your own pace and, and in without necessarily touring in a van, like you said, for three weeks at a time. And you kind of picked a good spot uh, to, to do a project like this. Yeah. Right. On. I think so too. Cool. Yeah. And it's, yeah, just over the years playing in the scene too, you meet a lot of people where it's, you know, maybe you're not necessarily, uh, up for starting a full project with them, but, you know, pull people in for, for a song or two that in a combination that maybe you haven't worked with before it, it allows for some cool opportunities and yeah, yeah some cool songs. That, and like real quick, I, like that's kind of how it started too, is like, we were really wanting to like, I think toying with the idea of like, do we wanted to do a band or like be in a band of some capacity? And then we were writing some songs and I ran into a friend at a, at a bar and we were working on this demo and he just asked what we were up to. And I said, I had this demo, um, but I was struggling with some lyrics and he's, and, you know, he said, send it my way. And so it's, um, our, our friend Nick, uh, from, from the band locator. And, uh, he just said, send it my way and we'll see what I can do. And literally the next day he had sent me some lyrics on this demo that Sabby and I had. And then we talked about it. And we're like, okay, I think this is, this is cool. You know, kind of pick one person here, one person here, one person here. And so, um, yeah, really excited about it. 
and to bring this all back to what we talked about right at the beginning, I mean, that incestuousness of the local music scene, that is a huge help because you have all these connections now, right? Over the years of being in bands, you, you've you worked with closely with, you know, a half dozen people here, five, six people here. And that, that's going to give you a, like, to use a really outdated term, a really good Rolodex of, of local artists to, to call up when you need someone to play guitar or play bass or whatever on your on your recordings. Yeah, and even just to like send a demo, run it by them. Wait, what do you think? Like that kind of stuff too. So yeah, it really comes in handy. Awesome. Yeah. On that note, I was going to say we're always uh, open to new collaborations. So if anyone listens to what we do and likes what we hear and wants to work on something, we're... uh, Faller. Yeah, we're happy to... Our DMs are open. Awesome. 